mom came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it, so I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh. I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31 to 27 and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Yeah, and I really think the Clippers' chance to win the championship was last year. And they were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. You said you can't bet against Tom Brady, and as a Cowboys fan and what I just did last weekend, I am not going to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draatseidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're, they are very, very good. Hello, I'm Taylor Herner. You listen to The Outsider's Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NBA Opinions of the Week. We're going to talk about the GMs and uh, GM hot seat based on what they did at the deadline or what they didn't do at the deadline. I'm Kevin, and I'm joined by the king of the pod, Austin. Wow, that's that's a king of the pod. Wow, that's, that's an exclusive and very prestigious title you gave me there, Kevin. I, I appreciate it. But yeah... There's a lot of teams that I think wanted to do more at the trade deadline, and some teams did exactly what they wanted to do, obviously with the Suns. But hot seats, I feel like, are something that's not new to our channel or anywhere else. But there's a lot of GMs that I feel like are on the hot seat, especially because of how the West is so close together and there's so many high-expectation teams. But I'll let you start with your number five. My number five is Rob Palenka. I think he did a lot um, to really kind of stave off the hot seat because he, to me, really didn't have a lot to deal with, and it turned into a lot uh, with Jared Vanderbilt. He also got Rui Hachimura. Um, He also got D'Lo in a deal, um, and he didn't really give up too much. Um, So that's my number five. So the, these aren't my high, hot seats. These are who I think are on hot seats. I would not have Rob Plink on a hot seat at all. I don't. The players have to play, and right now they're not. Coaches have to coach. But he is on my list, and he is much higher than five. Just to give a little bit of uh, introspection on that part. But my number five is Mark Eversley, the uh, GM of the Bulls. The Bulls are a team that made a lot of deals to pick up guys that are uh, big names, and they obviously made some trades. They picked up or they signed Patrick Beverly. They got rid of Goran Dragic. Obviously, I know Lonzo Ball's been out and some other injuries have hindered their ability, but with Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, that should be a playoff team, and I definitely think that he should be on the hot seat. That's that's a good one. Um, I, I wish I'd put him on my list. That's a really good one. Um, I'll let you go to four. Who's your number? Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you said your five. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four is Tim Connolly. I bet you have him. He is the GM of the Timberwolves. And after the Rudy Gobert trade, some questions need to be asked. And I I don't know necessarily how he will be able to answer those. And I know he's new. I know he's new. Uh, he was hired in 2022 to a five-year deal. But, man, you got to start asking questions because this was supposed to be a great trade and trading away so many picks and Walker Kessler being so good and Carl Anthony Towns not playing. I know that's not part of his problem, but I don't think – Cat is inspired to play. Obviously, they traded away D'Lo, got Mike Conley. I, I think Tim Conley has to be on this list. Uh, he is not on my list. Um, I think he gets 
given what he did at the deadline, I think um, he gets like one more offseason. But he, he's pretty close on this list. My fourth is Landry Fields, Hawks GM. Um, they fired Nate McMillan. Um, and now they're bringing in Quinn Snyder. But there are rumors about Trey Young. They've made the swing for Deontay Murray. They got Sadiq Bey. I think I could see him be fired, um, given with how they went to the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago, and then they just haven't lived up to it since. Okay. What's your number three? My number three is the Sixers GM, Elton Brand, with the thoughts that um, James Harden might leave. Um, they got rid of Ben Simmons, and they still have Maxi. but is this enough to have a very good playoff run when you have Embiid, and uh, do you have enough players surrounding him? Yeah, that's a good one. My number three is Andy Ellisberg. He is the GM of the Heat. He'd haven't won a championship since LeBron's left, and this year they are not performing the standard. But if they make the playoffs and go on a long run, I think he's fine. He's been there for a while, but eventually you need to start asking questions of why this team isn't as good as they should be. The Kyle Lowry deal has not been as productive. They made some other trades. They picked up some other guys. Obviously, they now have Kevin Love, but I think it's going to be huge to see how they do this season. If they're a first-round exit, I would not be surprised if some moves are made at the top. Yeah, I would not be surprised either. He's not on my list, but that's a good one. So my number two is Rob Polinka, and that's mainly because I think the Lakers do not like to blame players, whether that be because of LeBron or uh, anything else. I, I, I don't really know, but it's a big part, I think, of the Lakers' cultures to blame the upper management. And I think Polinka is definitely going to be the one to fall if they do end up making moves this offseason. Yeah, uh, okay, so yeah, you have much higher than me. My second is Bobby Wet Wester, uh, the Raptors GM. Um, given at what they didn't do, and if some a lot of those players could leave, um, even though they did get Por Yaka Portal, just not sure if they they Fred Van Fleet leaves, if um, Gary Trent, um, I think he could be on the hot seat and uh, maybe get fired. Yeah, we'll see. He was really close to making my list. I just think that picking up Yaka Pirtle, who's played utterly outstanding in his Toronto tenure so far, or his second stint with Toronto, because obviously he was there before. But I think it staved him off at least of my top five. Now, is he a hot seat contender, or at least on a hot seat? Sure, it's warming up. But I, I think that trade did enough for me to say he's not top five. Uh, but who's your number one? My number one is James Jones, the Suns GM, which... I, I think um, it's pretty it's pretty hot take, but given with what he gave up for Durant and him the Aiton situation, given that large contract, and this to if they don't go far in the playoffs, I could see him getting fired just because last year was very disappointing. They had to issue a letter because of how disappointing it was, and now you try to make a big three or even a big four, and uh, to me it's just a lot. So. He's the one on the hot seat if things do not go well. I disagree. Players have to play, and I think they know that. James Jones is a great basketball mind, and I truly believe that he will be someone who will stay with the team for a while. My number one, Laundry Fields. I think you, you said it before. They fired Nate McMillan. The team is not performing as well as they could have. They made an Easter Conference Finals appearance that many people just forget about now. 
something has to happen. DeJounte Murray is playing well. Trey Young is not playing as well. John Collins is not playing as well. You really have to wonder what is the issue here, and I think looking up top is what the Hawks will be doing. Yeah, and um, man, it started off so bright. Uh, Landry Fields was there when they traded away Luca, right? Traded the pick. I believe so. Man, I, I like I thought like people were saying like they won the trade because they got a pick and Trey Young, who I thought was a fantastic player. Trey yeah, he did not draft the right player there, Cam Reddish, and. It kind of spiraled out of control. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I just want to get my dig in because I'm kind of taking the victory lap over the Trey Young. Well, the Mavs finally won their second game with Kyrie, so we can just see how that works out. That's true. I, I will, if Kyrie works out, I'll have to take ownership. I'll have to apologize like I did with Kid, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how Kid does. Yep. That's A lot of all we got. Left. Yeah, so we did not list Nico Harrison. I'm glad. Not yet. Players okay, got to yeah, play. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, that's all we got. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.